It's a present for my mom. What for? You babies are so dumb. I can't believe you live to be one. Today is Mother's Day. What's Mother's Day? Mother's Day is the day everybody gives their mom presents. Oops. What do we got to give them presents just for me and moms? Well, in your case, it's to say you're sorry. And why do you got to give your mom a present? So she'll have two of me. Now get out of here and let me work. Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching, Nick? Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching, Nick? Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And Brett's here today. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> and this is episode 57. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about uh, Mother's Day. Yeah. The Rugrats episode, not the holiday. But well, the holiday as well. Yeah, in honor, in honor <laughs> of. Um, yeah, this is a... Full-length Rugrats, yeah. you know, not a two-parter, a full-length Rugrats episode, yeah. which is uncommon. Much to my disappointment. Oh, <laughs> Do you just want to give you yeah. a crep star rating? <laughs> Get it over with? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to do two uh, Mother's Day episodes, so this is the yeah. first of two. Um Pretty emotional affair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which yeah. I guess we'll get to. But Yeah, I agree. Um, before we do that, we love hearing from you guys, so let's hear what you had to say. Uh, this one comes from Jacob. He says, if I tried to name one thing in the 90s that encapsulates the decade for me, my head would explode with the strain and deflate into a football shape. Since I don't want to become a football head, I've chosen four things in particular, which when put together makes me feel like I'm in the 90s again. My first thing is a series of memories of me playing mini-league baseball in the summer. After each game, me and my other players would sit on a bench and munch on Little Debbie snack cakes. <laughs> my second thing is Little Bear on Nick Jr., which, yeah, yeah we haven't talked about that much. No, we have not. Um, which holds a special place in my heart. Watching Little Bear and his friends go on adventures every day was fun and exciting. Just hearing the theme song nowadays takes my mind back to when I was four. For number three, it's As Long As You Love Me by BSB. <laughs> it was one of... Backstreet Boys, for those not, not in the know. Yeah. It was one of the first songs in my life that made me feel something emotionally, even though I was too little to understand why. My final thing is Space Jam. MJ, Soulful hmm. R&B, That's a good one. and Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah. All right. You can never go wrong with this movie. Congrats on your one-year anniversary. I hope you review Shelby Woo sometime soon. Ah. I would love to hear your thoughts, Jacob. Our, our first formal request for Shelby yeah. Woo. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not sure that's one thing, but uh, a lot of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Of those, I would go Space, Space Jam is a Space really great choice. Because huh? it yeah, really it is good. puts a lot of the stuff together. That's true. Space Jam is definitely like 90s as it can get. Yeah. yeah. Looney Tunes, Michael Jordan. <laughs> R. R. Kelly, right? R. Didn't Kelly. He do the song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, this next email comes from Allison T. Hi, Andrew and Joey. Happy one anniversary to BOC. I just listened to the latest episode and loved hearing everyone share their defining thing that most associate with the 90s. I'd love to retroactively share my defining thing when I think of the 90s, which is Beanie Babies. Mm. My collection reached nearly 300. Ooh, oh, wow, that's a lot. I wonder if they still have I wound up giving most of them away, but I still have about 50 or so that I kept for sentimental purposes. My favorite is a Siamese cat named Snip that I got when I was six. 
On another note, I love the Mother's Day episode of Rugrats. Definitely an emotional one. Looking forward to hearing you guys discuss it. I'm not afraid to name the episode. I'm thinking a simple yet more accurate title pertaining the plot. Chucky's Mommy. Thanks for always keeping up the amazing work. Your gut bucket friend, Allie. Oh, thanks, Very man. nice, yeah. Beanie Babies, do you have any? Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but I had, like, meanie babies, which were, oh. like, the, the <laughs> gross beanie babies. Oh, I don't remember those at all. Beanie babies for boys, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, basically. That's smart. That's, that's actually pretty smart. <laughs> Uh, well, as uh, Allison said, we're talking about uh, Rugrats, Mother's Day. Uh, what'd she call it? Chucky's Mommy? Yep. Eh, not bad. Good name. Um, but we're first going to look at that moment in history. Uh, so Rugrats, Mother's Day airs Tuesday, May 6th, 1997. Uh, it's season four, episode two. Want to hear about what happened? Sure. Uh, musician, uh, American musician Jeff Buckley, uh, the uh, most famously he sings Hallelujah. Uh, he drowns at the age of thirty. Um, hmm. Oh, he made it past twenty-seven. Good for him. Yeah, accidental drowning in a river. He went in with oh. his boots on, I guess, at nighttime and <laughs> could not find him. He was wow. not inebriated or intoxicated. Or, yeah, hmm. yeah, weird. Don't um, swim with your boots on. I guess yeah. is the moral of the story. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, Tony Blair is elected Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Donald Trump and Marla Maples announced they are separating. Mm. One of his many marriages, I guess. Uh, Bibi, a.k.a. Flipper, uh, the dolphin dies at age of 40. Oh, wow. 40. I wonder if that's old for a dolphin or what. It seems old. Yeah. It does. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'll make it to 40. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Spice Girls album Spice reaches number one in the U.S. charts, making them the first British act to top the charts with a debut album. Wow. The first? <laughs> the first. Not even the Beatles. Wow. Or Oasis? Yeah. I don't think... What was their first? Definitely Maybe or... I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, they were hot right out of the gate. Yeah. They almost took over. <laughs> I almost had it. It almost became Spice <laughs> it almost World. almost became Spice World. <laughs> Uh, Flipper died that month, and so did Millie, the dog of the U.S. President George H.W. Bush. Um, and uh, Millie dies at the age of 12. Very sad. Mm, why are you talking about all these animals dying? <laughs> well, these just... are the biggest events of <laughs> May 6, 1997. <laughs> um, the 123rd Kentucky Derby is run. Uh, More animal torture. <laughs> Silver Charm wins, uh, or I guess is tortured, depending on how you see it. Uh, Married with Children airs their final episode on Fox TV that month. Boy. You like that one? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of a weird one. Like, it should be more well-liked by me, but I don't think I ever really gave it it's much of a shot. still airs yeah. a lot. It's yeah. out there. But I feel like of those sitcoms, like, I should relate and find that hilarious. Well, yeah, I just it don't seem <laughs> that way. Okay. Um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland holds the induction for the first time, mm. uh, inducting Michael, Jack Michael Jackson and the Bee Gees. Um, and that is on the same day that Mother's Day airs. Oh, yeah. Kind of. What a day. What a day. <laughs> uh, Russia and Chechnya signed peace, uh, peace deal after 400 years of conflict. <sighs> Wow. So well, good for them. And anything's possible. Anything is possible. Four hundred years. Four hundred years of conflict. Yeah. You got someone you got a beef with out there, someone you're not <laughs> talking not. to. Just forget it. Yeah. Reach out. <laughs> End it now. Yeah. 
Um, Susie Maroney, uh, 22, of Australia, becomes the first to swim from Cuba to Florida. Hmm. Good for her. Seems very far. <laughs> like on record, or she's I'm assuming. The, yeah, first on record. Yeah. Um, the actor Tim Allen is arrested for drunk driving in Michigan. Oh boy, I don't yeah. remember that happening. Oh, plenty of mugshots of him. And a lot of mugshots <laughs> of Tim Allen. Yeah, <laughs> up to no good. Uh, the 70th National Spelling Bee uh, occurs in May of 1997, and the winner is Rebecca Seafoln. Uh, good for her. Hope she's a listener. Uh, <laughs> Betty Shabazz, the widow of Malcolm X, is set on fire by her 12-year-old grandson. Peace. I assume accidentally. I feel I, like there's a backstory that we need. If only I knew it. <laughs> uh, celebrity couple Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker marry. Mm. Uh, mazel tov. Exciting. Uh, and Rosie Monroe, the World War II icon, better known as Rosie the Riveter. Uh, that famous symbol with the lady flexing oh. her muscle. Uh, she passes away at the age of 76 that month. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's kind of coincidental, though, the Matthew Broderick thing. As we'll find out later on in this episode. It's just a very, you got some Matthew... very thin connection to this episode. Oh. I'm certainly intrigued. Well, if you're about to, out. yeah, if you're about to turn <laughs> off, you better not. Uh, music number one that month, uh, "Hypnotized" by Notorious B.I.G. and "Mbop" by Hanson, uh, which also released their first album, "Middle of Nowhere," that month. Uh, other releases that month are Foo Fighters with their album "The Color and the Shape," Radiohead release "OK Computer." Um, the first proper Ozfest tour kicks off in Washington D.C. featuring Pantera in a reconstituted Black Sabbath. Other releases, Art Garfunkel, uh, Guided by Voices, James Taylor, Misfits, Elvis Costello, Modest Mouse, Rush, Paul McCartney, and Meredith Brooks. Hmm. A few good ones in there, yeah. I guess. Not Mer- Meredith a, Brooks. Yeah. I'm guessing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm guessing of those OK Computer. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brett, James Taylor? No. Misfits? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Rush? <laughs> Ugh. All right, moving on. I mean, probably Modest Mouse. I don't know oh, which yeah, one. That would have been in 97. Mm-hmm. Were you in the Foo Fighters? Totally in the shape? Um, it's not bad. Which one was? The... Everlong, uh, oh, Monkey Ranch. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. It, like, slowly started <clears throat> going downhill, I feel well, like. Yeah, yeah. Not to <laughs> insult Foo quick Fighters, quick but... Decline. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, movies. Um, so for one week, a movie called Breakdown. I have no idea. Uh, for two weeks, The Fifth Element. And for oh, yeah. one week, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Ooh, definitely uh, Fifth Element. Fifth Element? That's what you're going with? Yeah. Probably Jurassic Park. Lost World. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. I mean, of, <laughs> of those movies that came out that month. Yeah. I don't even know if I can think of what happened in the fifth album right now I'm thinking about it <laughs> I've heard great. of it it's great mm. Breakdown uh, that could be any random movie well Fifth, Ele- fifth Element is the best of these movies quality wise but I tend yeah. to watch Lost World the most because it's on TV all the time you um, know I saw just the first five or ten minutes of it like a week ago and it came out right after the first movie and I couldn't believe how like 
big of just a drop in feeling <laughs> that it had right off the bat. It was like, yes. what even is this? Very different. Yeah. Weird that it's yeah. still Spielberg and not like someone else who yeah. took over. Yeah. Um, other movies that came out that month, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Loved it. That would be the number one movie for me right there. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but it was not number one in the nation, bro. Um, Stupid nation. <laughs> Gone Fishing, which I think was one of those Walter Matthau... Yeah. Uh, Jack London? Yeah, Jack London movies. Um, Father's Day with Billy Crystal, I believe, and Robin Williams. And I, that's a guess, that, but I think that's who it is. Uh, and then a movie called Addicted to Love. <laughs> and then in video games... Uh, I don't know most of these. Uh, Sh- <laughs> Shadow Warrior. A game called Blood. Sure. Uh, MDK. Uh, and then there's... Uh, so, besides those three games, which none of us know... Uh, well, I think Blood might have been that thing that, like, parents were... I think it might have been on 3DO or something, and parents were, like, outraged by this. It was, like, mm. really graphic or something, but... I mean, if it was on 3DO, <laughs> you know it. those graphs are very realistic. <laughs> um, and then Nintendo versus Game City. This is when Nintendo sues Game City for selling the game Doctor and Doctor V64 backup devices for the SNES and N64 consoles. Nintendo wins the lawsuit. Wow. <laughs> it's weird. That must have just been like a one time right. just to show everybody what's <laughs> up. Yeah. Flex those Nintendo muscles. <laughs> they were <laughs> big muscles at that point. Um, so that's a little bit about May of 1996. Do you want to talk about Rugrats? Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, they, they didn't do it in this not one. Not this one. was very even... disappointing. Oh, yeah. It would be a stray observation that I noticed. More yeah. trivia. What did it do? I didn't even notice. It was uh, it was like in space, and it was just the the noodles yeah. oh. going around. But wasn't around. there a title? No, it there was says... an intro. It did uh, the. Uh, but then it just was like Mother's Day in space. And yeah, it was just not the, not the formal bubble. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even notice. Hmm. I was waiting for it. Didn't come. Yeah. Well, uh, like you said, it starts in space. Um, so we think yes uh, and we and I think immediately I knew these were macaroni pieces uh, floating you? through space well they looked like <laughs> classic macaroni shapes you know just maybe you weren't okay well anyway it's a cool uh, cool intro that Rugrats does kind of often like that weird kind of yeah. uh, abstract like first shot yeah um, from the imagination of the babies yeah yeah um but unfortunately, Angelica comes by and smacks the macaroni out of the air, um, and it turns out Tommy, Phil, and Lil were playing with her mac. What we find out is her macaroni, mm. throwing it up in the air. Yeah, but not just her macaroni. She's work. She's working on something substantial. Yes, we find out that she's got a macaroni Mother's Day gift in the works. Mm-hmm. That uh, is beautiful. Yeah. It's, Looks alright. I couldn't tell what it was at first, but you know. I was being a bit sarcastic. But yeah. It's a terrible art project from a child. Um, but, but the babies don't understand why she's doing this, and she explains that it's Mother's Day, mm. and what that means, in the form of, I guess, giving gifts mostly. Um, so the babies, finding out about presents for Mother's Day, um, decide that they should all get their mother a gift Mm -hmm. Um, but they don't know what it's going to be and 
they go, they first start searching in the number one place I think a little kid searches, the couch. Yep. That's not what I saw. Oh. Phil checks his diaper for some candy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which I was curious about because I was like, how long could that candy have possibly been in his diaper? You only wear a diaper for so long. It's like some, Uh, yeah, he pulls out some orange gooey candy. Yeah. But then, like yeah, it's they melted go, in there or something. Yeah, and then they go diving headfirst into the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Dee Dee and Betty are discussing their Mother's Day plans. So, what's Howard doing for you today? Oh, I gave him the day off. What's he gonna do? Cook me breakfast? He does that every day. So, what are you gonna do with your mom today, huh? I'm taking her to my favorite health spa, the International House of Mud. Great choice, Deed. I sure hope she enjoys herself. The last thing Mom and I both liked was my troll costume for the third grade pageant. Um, But we go back to the babies, and they haven't found much in in the couch. Uh, Did you catch what they found, though? I did. If you give me a moment to get to my stray (laughs) observations. It was. Uh, They found a cookie. Yeah. And they found Grandpa's glasses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So quickly, this is the only thing that, like, is kind of weird about this episode, I feel like, is there's a lot of jumps back and forth between the babies and the adults. Yeah. Which, which I like the adult scenes a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I just preferred felt... them for a while. There yeah. were definitely two different story arcs happening yeah. at the same time. Um, so we go back to the adults, and Stu is bringing Dee Dee breakfast in bed with his new invention. <laughs> Um, which starts going haywire immediately, right. as his inventions tend to do. Well, Deed, it's here. Get ready for the ultimate breakfast in bed. Stu, it's practically lunchtime. I had a few technical difficulties. Oh, that's okay, dear. It's the thought that counts. Clap on. Wow. It's, it's lovely. It's a vacuum cleaner. Oh, it's much more than that. Watch. You know that tofuti shake you love so much? Oh dear! Clap off! Clap off! Classic stew. <laughs> and it was basically like a vacuum, I guess. That kind of that was supposed to serve her breakfast, but it just looked didn't, like a didn't work. Weird multi-purpose all-in-one model that was based around a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. 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 Um, so Chaz drops off Chucky, and the babies tell him about Mother's Day. He doesn't know about it. Oh, yeah. You don't got to mom, do you, Chucky? Nope. How come? I don't know. I just don't got one. Well, you can still come with us. Um, you guys go ahead. Mother's Day is for kids who got bobs. I'll just stay here. But when he's there, he gives Dee Dee a box of Chucky's mom's stuff. Mm. And we find out that it's because he doesn't want Chucky to find to find what's in there. Yeah, he's, start, um, he's at that age. He's starting to look yeah. through stuff. Um, we're unclear as to what's going on right now. Yeah. Kind of. But even, well, I guess we you have an idea because yeah, you know yeah. Chucky, Chucky's mom's not in the, in the picture. Cause... Yeah, yeah. I guess we didn't know what happened. Right. What, until then. But, yeah. You know that his dad's a single dad, and you're kind of like, oh, you see him on Mother's Day. And yeah. When I was watching it, I immediately was like, ugh, it's going to get sentimental, <laughs> isn't it? This is going to be one of those episodes. I think you, they, just, you just saw it coming right away. I think they do a great job with Chaz, though, in this episode. They do. He's, yeah. like, really... Yeah. 
you could tell he's feeling it and yeah. he's not sure what to do. And... A little distressed about the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was leaning really... on his friends for support. Yeah. And Dee Dee is great. Yeah. Uh, she is. Yeah. I like that. Well, I was worried if you could do me a favor and hold on to this for a while. What is it? Well, it's a box of stuff that belonged to Chucky's Bob. I, I don't want him to find it. Well, okay. Yeah, I really think it's best. I mean, I was looking at her things, you know, because it's Mother's Day. Well, actually, I'm, I was just looking at the box. Well, well, technically, I was in the other room thinking about the box, and... I know it's been hard for you since Melinda... No, 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 I'm fine, really. No, I'm, it's Chucky. See, he... Well, he's getting into everything now, and I just... Oh, Charles, I understand. I'll take care of it. Well, uh... Uh, goodbye. Um, Stu is working on fixing his mama system, and Betty programs it to better understand what it's like to be a mom. Well, even Edison had his off days. Of course, he made things that were useful. What's this? Only the central programmer for the entire mama sister project. I programmed this baby with everything there is to know about being a mom. You told this thing about being a mom? Let me see that. Ah, I think I found the problem. Good as new. And after putting your baby to bed, be sure to rub your husband's feet for 10 minutes every night. Anna, that thing has no idea what it means to be a mother. No wonder it doesn't work. Yes, We go back to the babies, and they're thinking about their moms, and Tommy decides they should help Chucky find a new mom, since they've just kind of started thinking about that he yeah. doesn't have one. Yeah. I wish I could remember stuff like that. Don't you remember ever having a mom? Nope. Sometimes I dream about having a mom, though. It's always the same dream, too. We're always outside, and there's lots of grass. And flowers. I think she likes flowers. <laughs> and there's a butterfly. And I'm not even afraid of it. Then I wake up, and usually I go potty. That's a real nice dream, Chucky. Yeah, but it's only a dream. So they first try dressing up a mannequin. It's like a dress mannequin. Yeah. To, to act as his mother. Um, then they try Spike, yeah. who's somewhat successful, <laughs> the, I guess. The results you'd expect. Yeah. He seemed interested. <laughs> and finally they go to Lil, hmm. who um, just... I don't even know how to describe embraces it. it too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like aggressively embraces it to the point Chucky's uncomfortable. Yeah, she yeah. exhibits some real strength, picking him up and yeah. walking him around, <laughs> throwing him into a bucket. Yeah. Like, way to go! <laughs> um, but none of those things work out. Uh, unfortunately, Angelica overhears what they're doing, and decides that she could be Chucky's mother. Unfortunately. So first, she starts by getting Chucky to finish her. Uh, Mother's Day present. So there. So in a <laughs> kind of opposite. Yeah. Mother's Day thing. Yeah. This well, it was taking it was taking her too much time. She didn't have time for. So she figured, I'll have my son do it. <laughs> I mean, this really isn't that what all moms do? Like they have sons and daughters to do their chores. <laughs> yes. It exhibits what I really hate most about Angelica, which is like, she just doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities yeah. and. She's a uh, master manipulator. In in like a scenario that's already utterly depressing to the audience. Yeah, that's uh, true. she is like 
pick, exploiting she's Chucky's yes. we, like yeah. Chucky's weakness yeah, right now yeah. for her own benefit. Yeah, it's just really sad. We just thought we'd come and see how you were doing. Yeah, we felt sorry for you because you got some Jellica for a mom. Sorry, Forby. You guys, that Jellica is the bestest mom in the world. She told me so herself. That's great, Chucky. You want to come help us finish looking for presents? Uh, I can't, you guys. I got to finish Angelica's, uh, I mean, Bob's macaroni head. And then you could come help us look for presents? Sorry, Tommy. When I finish this, my Angelica Bob is taking me to the park. And then she's going to buy me a monkey and a roly-poly and my very own cowboy Todd. Wow, she's better than our mom. Um, did you catch what she renames Chucky? Blaine. Blame. That's pretty funny. Blaine Finster. Yeah. I do like when Tommy calls him Blaine. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> stops for a second and is like, Blaine. Do I have to say this? Yeah. <laughs> Just recognizing that that's not like a cool name. Well, in case you haven't noticed, Blaine is busy right now. Who's Blaine? He is. Chucky's a stupid name. Blaine's a TV name. Everybody knows TV names are better. And since Blaine is busy. You babies will just have to run along and play your baby games. Right, Blaine? Uh, right, Angelica, Bob. Okay, well, uh, bye, Chucky. I mean, Blaine. Um, so Angelica is keeping him so busy that he doesn't have time to hang out with the other babies anymore. Um, the adults we briefly see here busy with their own Mother's Day stuff. Um, just kind of a little clips of all of them. Um, Angelica finally makes Chucky pick a flower, but it has a bee on it. Mm -hmm. So the babies kind of try to get him to not pick it, and right. it's like, not, kind of telling him this is ridiculous, mm -hmm. but he just wants to keep Angelica happy. So he picks the bee, and it starts chasing him. And meanwhile, Stu's invention escapes the house and also <laughs> starts chasing him from the opposite direction. And finally, Chucky uh, gets stuck in a bush outside. Just really... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just hate Angelica. That's, yeah. that's all there is to it. It's not, it's not a very good scene out there. Yeah. Somehow uh, he manages to hang on to the flower, but when he finally brings it to Angelica, it's only got one petal, one petal left. Um, and she gets mad at him, and he accidentally trips over her macaroni sculpture, breaking it into oh boy. tons of pieces. As kids will do. Yeah. But she deserved it at this point. Oh, yeah. Man, let's get real. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, really mad at the, at Chucky, Angelica locks the babies in timeout in the closet, and the babies help Chucky realize that his dad has been everything he wanted in a mom all this time. Hey, I just thought of something. What is it, Chucky? I sort of have a mom like that. You do? Yeah, my dad. Well, I guess your dad could be your mom. Sure, he's the bestest mom ever. So now you can look for a Mother's Day present with us after all. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Choked me up. Yeah, it, it was a heartfelt moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, while the babies are in the closet, uh, they find <laughs> the box of Chucky's mom's stuff and start yeah. looking through it. They find the stuff. Yeah. They found, like, the little <laughs> shovel and the book with the flowers. Yes, and... I couldn't remember what... Uh, yeah. yeah. And when he yeah, sees that yeah. picture, uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Should, we should note that earlier in the episode, he says he only has, like, this dream about his mom. Yeah. Where we, where we see kind of that funny image of, like, Chucky with just a few stray red yeah. hairs. And, and we also there's find... butterflies. Yeah. 
um, we also find out, I guess, that Tommy was, like, born prematurely, maybe? Yeah, yeah. He's in mm-hmm. that, like... He's uh, in a little incubator. Yeah. Yeah, those first memories of... Everybody kind of shares their first memory of seeing their mom, which, yeah, we should mention... That was actually, like, my favorite part was Phil and Lil's first memory. Pretty bold of Rugrats, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, both... we used to we used to eat the old way. Yeah, and then it's them being breastfed, like kicking each other and laughing La- about it. Yeah, I mean, very sentimental. Tommy was born prematurely, so he's in yeah. the incubator, and Dee Dee comes and holds his hand. Yeah, and then Chucky thinks it's a dream. I'm not sure whether we know or not, but you know, he says that's who he sees this yeah. woman, who's the woman in the picture, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So while the babies are in timeout, still. Uh, Betty is entering all the things it takes to be a mom into Stu's computer, <laughs> and the entire system overloads. A mother needs wisdom for dealing with a fever of 105 at 3 a.m. on a Sunday. And she's got to have dignity for when she's covered with spit up at the supermarket. Plus strength, especially if she's got twins. And optimism for when she hasn't got any of the rest of that stuff. Yeah, I guess that's about everything it takes to be a mother. I think this might be the best joke in the episode. Not only just in this episode, it's just a great joke. Uh, the computer shutting down because of the responsibilities oh, yeah, yeah. of motherhood. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, now you know what I go through. Oh, she's yeah, so yeah. satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> she's like kicking back like, yeah. Um, so Charlotte shows up, uh, Angelica's mom. And happily accept Angelica's busted present, mm. which is a even that's a little bit of a yeah, it's nice heartwarming moment. Um, Dee Dee's mom or Dee Dee comes home with her mom, and her mom is kind of underwhelmed by the spa, but uh, they kind of they kind of make up and yeah. Uh, Kind of show that she didn't care about the spa, but she appreciated the time she spent with her daughter. Yes, that seems to be the repeating Mm -hmm. theme here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stu's invention unfortunately overloads (laughs) along with the computer and explodes, covering everyone and the house in dirt. Uh, The babies, having all found presents finally, uh, come out of the closet and give them to their respective parents. Um, Phil and Lil give their mom. What are they? A plunger. Yeah, <laughs> plunger. Very nice. Um, Which she happily accepts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stu and Tommy each give Dee Dee something. A flower. Yeah. From both of her men. Yeah. Her boys. Are, I don't know how she <laughs> phrases it, but... And Chucky gives Chaz a picture of his mom. Melinda. Yeah. Um, and Chaz... Yeah, this is uh, a... That moment. Tough moment. Yeah. Chaz kind of... Uh, he kind of ran from it. Gets caught. Yeah, he he doesn't. He didn't yeah, he's not ready. It. Yeah, yeah. He does not want to kind of face up to it, but he does. I mean, he like looks at his friends and. Yeah, Dee Dee. Let's hear it here because it's kind of yeah. a nice moment. Chaz, I think it's time you shared these things with Chucky. Well, I'm just afraid he'll miss her. Then you can miss her together. Chucky, this is your mommy. This was her trowel. It's a little shovel for gardening. All those flowers, she planted those. She used to love to come out here and play with you. It's all right, Chucky. Don't be scared. 
This is her diary. She started keeping it when, uh, when, she, when she was in the hospital. The last thing she wrote in it was a poem for you. Yeah. So she's kind of encouraging him that, you know, the best way is probably together to do it together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he does tell her, Chucky about his mom and uh, he gives him a poem that she wrote him uh, on her yeah. deathbed. My sweet little Chucky, though I must leave you behind me, this poem will tell you where you always can find me. When a gentle wind blows, that's my hand on your face. And when the tree gives you shade, that's my sheltering embrace. When the sun gives you freckles, that's me tickling my boy. When the rain wets your hair, those are my tears of joy. When the long grass enfolds you, that's me holding you tight. When the whippoorwill sings, that's me me whispering night. See, guys, I do have a mom. She's right here in the flowers and in the clouds and in the grass, too. And the sun and the wind. (laughs) Boy, these guys knew what they were doing. (laughs) They were just like, let's see how many times we can make people cry. Yeah, it's a super sad episode. Um, So finally, uh, it's just Chucky kind of like coming to terms with his mother passing. That she's like, you know, part of the poem is that she's in the nature. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she's surrounding him. She's going to be always there for him. Always there in the clouds, in the flowers. In the wind. In the wind. Pretty beautiful. Yeah. 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 So, uh... Uh, go ahead I was just gonna say the final moment is like a happy mother's day uh, <laughs> like card yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a weird sting to the episode because it's like really sentimental and then like a real like rug yeah. like, happy mother's day yeah. <laughs> wasn't it like a a drawing of the flower though oh yeah With, like the one little oh yeah, yeah. one little petal petal coming <laughs> off of it yeah so that's the episode <laughs> And for a 30-minute episode, which generally the Rugrats yeah. aren't, I thought it actually went pretty fast. Uh, yeah, it was. I, I was expecting... I mean, even though it was very hard to get through, kind of, uh, yeah. it, it was, like, a really well-done episode. We've only talked about a couple uh, full-length animated, I think, like, Doug's Halloween Adventure, yeah. Doug's Christmas Story, and then Rug, Rugrats Santa Experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those sometimes felt... You could feel, like, the length of those episodes yeah. uh, where this one felt like, you know, had a good pace. There's a lot of stories going on. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, of those, probably Doug's Halloween is my favorite, but this is probably, like, the... I feel like this is the objectively best done one. Really? Hmm. I just think the story was done well. <sighs> this is not the type of thing that happens in cartoons often, so it's, like, difficult to pull off. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but, I mean, the subject matter... Of those full-length episodes that, I mean... Yeah. What's your favorite of those? Probably the Doug's Halloween, uh, or actually... Um, I really enjoyed the Rugrats Halloween uh, one. Yeah. Candy Bar Creep Show. Yeah. That one was good. That one's but that wasn't so- full-length. Oh, it wasn't, no. though? Mm-hmm. It's tough. I mean, it is tough for those animated ones to do the full yeah. 24 minutes. Yeah, then probably the, the, the Doug one... Yeah. That was a great episode. It is good. <laughs> you didn't feel this one? You just like... I mean, you... like, right off the bat, I knew I wasn't going to like it. It's an episode about Mother's Day. It's going to be <laughs> sentimental. It's going to... 
it's not what I would want out of a Rugrats episode mm. or like as a kid watching a cartoon. I would want something funnier, happy. Yeah. I guess. Um, but it feels like they address a topic that I is like kind of big within the show. That, yeah, I that, mean, they did a really good job addressing, you know, Chucky's mom, and I'm sure like a lot of kids watching that probably felt that who yeah. were from a single parent household. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess maybe watching it in my 30s now, I was like, ugh. I know, I know, I know, I know exactly what I'm going to get out of this episode. <laughs> it's going to be cheesy. It's going to be heartfelt. And I'm just not going to care for it. So I did go in with a bad attitude, and I was right. <laughs> All right. So before we get to prep star ratings, uh, let's let's take a look at a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, Stray observations. All right. So, what do you what do you have in bios? Um. Well, the first person I looked at, and this is the connection to uh, the Matthew Broderick, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker marriage, um, is Kim Cattrall, who was mm. Melinda Fenster, who uh, was on uh, Sex in the City. So uh, that's yeah. the connection. With the Interesting. Yeah, um, just per- yeah. Uh, now everybody just turned it off. <laughs> yep. yep. Way to go. <laughs> um, she also did a voice on Duckman, though. So. Oh. That was oh. Cool. Um, the other person that I looked at was Christine Cavanaugh, Chucky yeah. Finster. Uh, she passed away a few years ago. Yeah, really sad. Yeah. Male, male, male carrier Mona. Yeah. Yep. But she was like a big uh, part of Nickelodeon in yeah. general. Kind of. Our monsters. Yeah. 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 Um, also, Dexter's Lab. She's the voice of Dexter. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, of Dexter and Chucky. Yeah. yeah. That's some range. Yeah. Um, the Critic. She was uh, the cri- <laughs> She was Jay Sherman's son. Um, she was on Cheers and Wings. Who was mm. she on Cheers? Uh, I'm not sure. It was like one of those one-off characters. Oh, yeah. Great show. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. yeah missed uh, there was four writers on this episode, uh, but they're kind of easy to talk about because, like, two, like, each of the four are in a pair, so, like, two work together almost all the time. Um, so, one guy's name is John Cooksey, and then another lady named Allie Marie Matheson. Um, they were actually married at one point uh, during the writing of this episode, huh. they were married, but uh, they are no longer. Um, but they both uh, worked on four episodes of Rugrats. Uh, they did a TV movie, if you remember it, called Halloween Town. Uh, oh, they did yeah. both both parts, one and two. Uh, and uh, they did a documentary called How to Boil a Frog. Oh. And most recently, uh, at least John worked on two episodes of something called The Killjoys. Um, and Al- Allie Marie Matheson did do one story on the Jetsons and wrote one episode of Growing Pains. Huh. Jetsons, um, that's strange. Yeah. Must have been pretty young. Interesting resume. Unless it was like a relaunch. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then the other pair, J. David Stem and David Weiss, uh, they've worked on, again, kind of a writing team here. Uh, they did one episode of Roundhouse. Uh, two, two Rugrats, uh, including the episode uh, Hanukkah, oh. um, and then two episodes of Mission Hill. Uh, wow! They did. Love Mission Hill. <laughs> they both wrote on the Rugrats in Paris movie. Uh, they did the screenplay for Shrek Two, Are We There Yet, Daddy Daycare, The Smurfs One and Two, and are currently working on a sequel to the popular uh, live-action Disney movie Enchanted, which is called Disenchanted. Oh. So they're pretty. Stuff. They're pretty yeah. active. Yeah, they are active. 
you could tell by the movies they make they're they're like a certain go-to for a certain type yeah. of family. <laughs> we need a family movie with a actor who doesn't traditionally do family movies. Yeah. What do you got, Dave's? Yeah, Dave's. Yeah. So that's a little bit about the bios. Cool. Well, let's hear some trivia. Yeah. Um, the macaroni at the beginning. Uh, that's a reference to something fairly famous. Space Odyssey. Yep. Yep. Um, there was a choo-choo train wheel pasta in Space Odyssey. Well, you know. <laughs> well, the, yeah. With that music, too, like, yeah. that they used yeah. Um, there was a word that was not mentioned, specifically not mentioned in this episode. Do you? Or um, a concept, I could say, I guess. Yeah, I read that, like, they never use anything implying death. Yeah. Um, so they talk about Melinda, but never a word that yeah. means death. Yeah, just that she was sick mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Bell, who, uh, did Chaz's voice, uh had to record Chaz's monologue twice because everyone in the cor- recording booth started crying. Kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, though, like, without the imagery, just, like, listening to a guy recording. I mean, I could see it if he's really, you know, he's really doing it. You're just right. standing there. You're in the episode. All right. I know it's just voice recording, <laughs> but it's still theater. Sure, sure. <laughs> Um, and this episode had an alternate ending uh, from when it wasn't showed on Mother's Day. Um, instead of saying Mother's Day at the end, it just like <laughs> kind of pans out in reverse, like reverses the animation and pans out to black. Hmm. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I had uh, that um, Time Magazine actually did an article uh, about the episode in 2016 called Rugrats Creator on Chucky's mom, what actually happened. Oh. Uh, so if you want to read more about the, I guess, yeah. what how things went down, there's a Time article out there. Um, there's a scene where Betty puts her hand on her waist, and if you look close enough, you can see that her hand is drawn backwards. You know, I saw that, and I was looking for it. I could not find that spot. Mm. Okay. Maybe yeah. I just missed it. But. Okay. Uh, there is a moment where Stu is chasing his invention, uh, and it's like going down the stairs, and he like flies down the stairs after it, and he lets out a scream. And this has become more so with time, like a famous scream. It's the same one he lets out uh, in the episode Angelica Breaks a Leg, where he's yeah. making her pudding at like 3 a.m. in the morning, yeah. and then she decides she doesn't want pudding, and like it's just that scream. <laughs> Um, so it's the same scream they use from that season three episode uh, while he's diving down the stairs. Um, uh, the premiere of this episode was also the highest rated Rugrats episode on Nick uh, for kids ages six through ten. Hmm. I don't know how long that held up, but at least it was at the time. Uh, and this episode was also nominated for Best Animated Program category in the 1997 Primetime Emmy Awards. Uh, it did lose to The Simpsons um, when when it was announced. Yeah. I wonder which Simpsons episode that was. It'd be a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 97, that was like their wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. Turn out some good episodes. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's what I got. Cool. Uh, let's talk about stray observations. Um, did you catch the name of the health spa that Dee Dee was taking her mother to? I did not. When I watched the episode, I made a note of it in my head, but I did not actually make a note of it, so I remember it being pretty good, though. 
It is the International House of Mud. Yes. Because oh. I remember thinking International House of Pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the IHOM. <laughs> um, I thought uh, the funniest line in the episode I just noticed, to, <laughs> noted to me, was, um, you know, thinking back about it, Spike was a pretty good mom. <laughs> That was good, yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing I noticed was Grandpa appears in the episode just briefly asleep on the couch or on a reclining chair. Yes. Just for like yeah. a moment. Very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, what was the last thing Dee Dee says her and her mom both agreed on liking besides going yeah. to the spa? It's a good one because I remember that line, but... I don't remember. Uh, she says it's her third grade troll costume, uh, which she then quickly says she actually hated. Now that she thought about it. Um, let's see. Uh, did you happen to notice what the painting is over Stu and Dee Dee's bed? It's a um, heavily orange tinted picture of a sunset over the water. Uh, what does Stu tell the machine a mom does every night after putting a baby to bed? Does it like rub your husband's feet for like 15 minutes or yeah. something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, 10 minutes. At which point uh, Betty's like, you know, what are you telling yeah, this thing? Yeah. That's where she steps in and takes yeah. over. I really, <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy that storyline. I think it's uh, yeah. really necessary to the kind of somberness yes. of the rest of it. Um, what commercial is on the television while Grandpa is sleeping? It's very quick. I'm going to go with a Reptar one, but I'm probably wrong. Mm, not Reptar. I don't know. Uh, it's a commercial for Dan's mattresses. <laughs> uh, it's talking about something about like needing a good night's sleep or something. While he's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, what is the glue, uh, that name oh. of the brand name of the glue that uh, Angelica uses? Moo glue. Yeah, super, <laughs> Wilbur's Super Moo glue. Uh, yeah. I did see that because I was like, that's clearly an Elmer's looking bottle, but yes. I don't know where they came up with using a cow, but <laughs> Uh, before we get to ratings, uh, I got one YouTube comment, mm. so it's time for what would nice. YouTube comments do? What would YouTube comments do? Uh, so I will say um, there's like thousands of comments on this episode, and most of them are somewhat related to the fact that the people cried watching uh. the clip. Um, you know, people talking about it being very, very emotional, but... Um, Cool Koala uh, said that the 60 people who dislike this video are messed up. (laughs) Maybe. All right, Cool Koala. (laughs) I see you. All right, so let's do ratings. Uh, On IMDb, this episode has a 7.8 out of 10, which is the highest rated episode of the fourth season, and there are only a few higher rated episodes in the entire series run on IMDb. So uh, Rugrats fans are more discerning than (laughs) most IMDb users, I guess. (laughs) Uh, it has a 9.2 out of 10 on TV.com. What did you give it out of 5? Um, you know, I originally had a 4 out of 5, but just going back over the episode, like welling up talking about it, I think I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. 4.5. And, and it only loses half because of its, you know, it's not, not an easy watch. Yeah. 
Um, but just really effective episode. Just does something that I don't think cartoons do very often, if ever. Um, they're just really good. It's really good. Yeah. I give it a soft three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I three know. minus. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I get why people like it, but you know, as Andrew did mention earlier in his little review, it was a little disjointed. It hopped around a little much and flow. Mm. But it was sentimental. So it's a soft three. Okay. Respectable. Uh, I also gave it a four and a half. Um, I really think it's great. I think I like that they really tried something different. Uh, It's a different type of Rugrats episode. Um, The the half point off is simply for my Angelica, like making me kind (laughs) of not want to keep watching. But But that's effective story writing. Yeah. It is. Because you're supposed to hate her and you do. I know, but it's too real. <laughs> yeah, um, it's very real. <laughs> I hope the writers are listening to this now. Like, it's just too good. We did too good of a job. <laughs> um, but yeah, it hit all the right notes. I mean, I found myself pretty teary-eyed when uh, when Chucky hands that picture to Chaz. Um, and that poem at the end's pretty pretty nicely written. Um, so, uh, yeah, kudos. It's a different type of episode. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Definitely. Um I am a little concerned with IMDb ratings uh, because I believe uh, Beaver Fever was like significantly higher than this. I think it was close to a nine. Which is just, I'm not sure what's <laughs> happening there, but I mean, it's good, but come on. I'm mean, yeah, they are radic- like in quality, radically different. Yeah. Um, but they serve different purposes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's time for our last segment where we give an alternative name for the episode, which we lovingly called Are You Afraid to Name the Episode? I just. Oh, oh I, by, by the way, before you start, I yeah. guess we should note that Jim uh, won the last oh. voting round with Beavers Put Some Stink on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was a really it good deserves one. deserves it. Yeah, it was a good one. So, uh, shout out. He's the f- uh, the first guest to win one. Nice. Um, I went pretty simple here. I went with Chucky's mom. Oh, okay. Um, Slightly different than Allison's. Yes, and yeah. I think I like Allison's a little bit better. Mm. I think it better gets the baby feel yeah, in there. Chucky's mm. mommy. But uh, I just didn't feel, I just felt like it, needed a simple name this yeah. particular episode just couldn't get jokey with it yeah 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 i think i'm afraid <laughs> that's what it's called no oh. I, think I'm, I think i'm too afraid to do it <laughs> oh he, our first person to back down from the challenge <laughs> i mean like it's it's tough because rugrats usually has such good yeah. show titles yeah they're pretty good and uh i don't really know what else you could name this one other than mother's day yeah, yeah. Um, I guess Chucky's mommy would be really good, but that might reveal oh. right off the bat what you're getting. Yeah. So. So yeah. nothing? I got nothing. Too afraid. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I went with a poem for Chucky. Um, oh. I wanted yeah, to, that's good. I wanted to do something that didn't imply Chucky's mom, yeah. but still had like a big, something big in the episode. Yeah. Um, so I was back and forth between um, Melinda's poem and a, a poem for Chucky. Right. So I went with a poem for Chucky. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. So we'll uh, we'll post, I guess, just those two. Yeah. 
Thanks, Brett. Uh, and you guys... <laughs> you can post all three. Mother's Day. How about uh, the classic. <laughs> Chucky's Revenge. Let's or go we with could... that one. Right. Chucky's Revenge. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so we'll post those and you guys can vote. Yeah. Well, uh, boy, that's a rough one to get through. Yeah. N- next, week, <laughs> next week is not as... Um... <laughs> I'm assuming it's a lot more lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing next week? Um, next week we're going to talk about a Mother's Day Wild Thornberries episode. Our first Wild Thornberries. Yeah. Um, what That's the first one. <laughs> Did you... Well, <laughs> the first first one we're talking about. I feel like you guys should <laughs> Is it one of your favorites? No, I just, <laughs> it just seems like that show probably would have came up by now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it a little, but never a full episode. Yeah. The episode's called Gem of a Mom. Gem of a Mom. I like it. I mean, yeah. Well, okay, man. We'll see. Uh, I've not... I've never seen it. So this is one of the few episode reviews I feel like I'm going in cold to. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. It'll be next week uh, on actual Mother's Day. And uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Uh, you can listen to us on Podbean. You can listen to us on iTunes. Leave a review. That's really helpful. Uh, you can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing your thoughts. Uh, Brett, thanks for coming by yes. for an episode that wasn't a versus. Always a pleasure. Yeah, a very difficult one. Uh, so I think it was yeah, nice, I know. You nice of you to join set, in on this. Kind of set me up with that one. <laughs> Sorry. So what do, you, what do you think? Versus or episode review? I kind of like the versus for me. Mm-hmm. 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 You, you see, you've seem suited for that. Yeah, you thrive. I do. (laughs) Cool. Well, uh, we will see you next episode.